Okay, I've recorded this intro like five times, and this is the last time I'm recording it, so this is the one we're going with. Hi, this is Will, and this is Stories with Mr. Stories. And today, I'm doing something very different, and I a, I recorded, and, and I'm sharing this podcast with uh, my sister-in-law, who has absolutely nothing to do with the weightlifting world. And I wanted to record and share this episode because... As part of the weightlifting community, I know how wrapped up we can get in um, training, in watching competition, and having this sport kind of having our world revolve around it. And I wanted to get someone's outside perspective on what weightlifting is uh, because, I mean, it's just it's really interesting to me to see how other people perceive this thing that we dedicate so much time and energy towards. Um, and we talk a lot about the history of weightlifting. We talk about the history of women in weightlifting and in strength sports in general. And we also talk about some of the issues uh, with physical education and um, uh, just a lot of really fun topics. And I really hope you enjoy. Uh, so... If you like this episode, you can uh, always find me here on Spotify and Apple. And if you really enjoy what I'm doing, you can uh, support me on Patreon. Um, it's linked in the show show notes, but uh, you can find it at patreon.com forward slash barbell stories. And uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and let this thing roll. So here is me and Wit talking about all things weightlifting when Wit knows absolutely nothing about weightlifting enjoy <laughs> you might want to speak up a little bit oh sorry should i do that again yeah th- if you want to okay i'm whitney the sister-in-law cool um and you know how much about weightlifting nothing um yeah <laughs> um like all this time being around you i feel like I should have picked up more by now, but I haven't. So, I know that USAW stands for USA Weightlifting. Perfect. Well, that the W, United States of America Weightlifting. Yeah. Um, I know a few different names for lifts, but I don't know what they look like. Oh, perfect. Okay, good. Is a deadlift something? No. Um, clean and jerk. Yeah. A snatch. Yep. Um. That's it. Those are the only two? Those are the two competition lists, yeah. Oh, wow, I know more than I thought I did. Yeah, apparently. And there's a, there's a, well, we're going to get more into it. Okay. So basically the understanding here is, you know, the barest of minimums. Minus 10. Minus 10. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, um, I want for you to... In as much detail as you can, describe a snatch. <laughs> and the reason I want you to do this is because I know that you don't necessarily know what it looks like. Right. And so I kind of want you to go ahead and just... Uh, okay, well, how about I do this? How about okay. I tell you um, because I think a snatch and a clean and jerk <laughs> look the same? Okay. You like squat down and you grab the bar uh-huh. and then pull it up to your chest really uh-huh. quick. Sure. And then 
Stand up and thrust it over your head. Sure, okay. And then hold it there for a second or two. Sure. And then throw it down uh-huh. and then make a really excited face. Okay. okay. Or angry face, depending on how well it went. So uh, that was a clean trick you just described. Excellent. Okay, what's a snatch? Um, <laughs> okay well so a snatch is kind of similar to what you said like you get into a star position which is the crouch down yeah yeah, yeah. uh you grab the bar uh-huh uh-huh and then you track the bar up your body to reach your hips mm-hmm. you which means it's just like you pull the bar up yeah to your but, hips. yeah but you're not like pulling it with your arms your arms are doing very little they're just okay. kind of holding on to the thing oh is that where they like you like rock back Kind of, and then you're squatting kind of at hip level with the bar. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm assuming what you're, the squat position, I think what you mean is the power position from where you, and then the bar goes up and then you're yeah. underneath it. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. We'll say that's what I mean. Okay, cool. Um, at any point in the lift, um, except for obviously with the clean and jerk where the bar's resting on your shoulders, does the bar make contact with the body? Other than no, but when does a bar rest on your shoulders? During the clean and jerk. I thought, how does that even work? Right? If you're going forward, how do you put the... The bar is on your... Like, you're leaning back and it's touching your Wadney. shoulders? Yes, the bar is on your shoulders. You didn't... How the fuck do you... Do you think people are holding the bar there? Yeah. With their hands? Okay, <laughs> so this is why I wanted to do this. Because this is incredible. Okay, so the world record right now... The world record right now for clean and jerk is 267 kilos, right? Yeah. So that is approximately 587 pounds. Holy fuck. You're sitting here and telling me you thought they didn't let it touch their body. You just held onto it with your hands. Okay. Um, I know nothing about... This is incredible. I know nothing about, like, <laughs> This is so good. And the, okay, with my job, I we measure, like, beauty products, if you can tell by looking at me. beauty and hair products in Uh like ounces yeah i don't i don't know pounds or kilos kilos. is that the same as kilograms yeah Mm -hmm. okay it's just like a cool abbreviation for it Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um so I don't know. I just thought people were incredibly impressive. They are. They incredibly are impressive. other. They are still, regardless of whether or not the bar touches your shoulders, it is incredibly impressive. Okay, so what if I told you that in both the snatch and the clean, you made contact with the bar at your legs, so the bar is like physically hitting your legs, like on, resting on your thighs. It's not resting. It's like. Either brushing or banging off your legs. Oh yeah. Ow. Yeah. So Have you got bruises? Well, um, some people do. For those who don't know how to pull, um, they'll. I tend you don't to... pull. Well, okay. So hold on. There's the okay. terminology is a little bit interesting. But so for yeah. people who don't necessarily like time the pull correctly, they tend to hit their pubic bone and they get bruises oh, like right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the snatch specifically. Ooh. Um, but even folks who like know what they're doing, uh, for, so like our, our friend Alyssa, yeah. um, 
when she cleans, she'll get bruises like all up and down her thigh from where the bar makes contact. That's so wild. So the bar makes contact with the legs. Okay. And then the clean and jerk, the bar is physically resting on your shoulders. Okay. Until I guess you that makes more jerk. sense because you need like a little oomph before you can like throw it over your head. Yeah. So the jerk is mostly <laughs> a leg drive. Like leg that. drive. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you're like jumping as high as you possibly can with that weight on your shoulders and then pushing yourself underneath it. You jump? Why do you jump? So you jump uh, because you have to. <laughs> like if you didn't jump, if you physically did not get that much leg drive out of it, you wouldn't be able to. Okay. So that's why people like spread like one leg forward, one leg back. Like they jump the and then split. land in that. Guess, guess. They land in that position. Yeah, yeah. And that gives them a little extra... Well, so the split allows you to get lower, um, but it also allows for um, a margin of error, right? Okay. So some folks do a power jerk. So it's essentially a split jerk, but your feet kind of stay within the same plane. Okay. They don't split. But that has a lower margin of error. Like you can more easily screw that up. So like in a competition, do you have to specify what you're going to do? No, nope, you okay, just have so to Okay, so you do can it. just do whatever you want. Yeah, the rules for the jerk are that you have to push the bar up um, in one motion. You can't okay. like get it here and then press a little bit okay. harder. Like it has to be one smooth Like lockout. off the shoulders, throw it up, I'll lock your elbows. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming you don't lock your elbows. Though. No, you do lock your you elbows. You do lock. Well... Most cases, some folks physically can't get to this locked out position. Sure. In that case, you tell the judges like, "Hey, this is as far as I can go," okay. and then so so long as you hold the bar there and you don't press out a little more right. or not more bent, you're fine. Right, like this is my range of motion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they allow for that. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so that's that. That's like the base. Um, the base knowledge of weightlifting for you there. Um, I feel like I don't know anything still. That, that was a clean and jerk? That was a clean and jerk, yeah, yeah. So the okay. bar, okay, so here, let's let's do a recap. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. we'll start with Can the I snatch. Can I do the recap? Yeah. Gus, <gasps> Gus! Oh my god. Start with the snatch. The snatch? I thought... Well, so the snatch is first in competition, so we gotta start with that. But we didn't talk about the snatch. Okay, well, let's talk about the snatch. Did Are we you? talk about the snatch? We did, but it's okay. Is the snatch... And the clean and jerk, two different lifts? Yes. Oh, I thought a snatch was part of the clean and jerk. No, 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 no. I oh! I probably didn't say that loud enough for the camera microphone to pick it up. I thought the snatch was part of the clean and jerk. Like, the snatch is getting it up to your legs, and the clean and jerk was the hook above okay. your... So the clean itself is getting the bar from the ground to your shoulders. And then the jerk That's is the shoulders. To overhead, okay. correct. A snatch is from ground to overhead in one smooth movement. Oh. Yeah. So, so, so as you can imagine, the the weights that you could put up for a snatch are far lower than what you can do yes. for a clean and jerk. Okay, now I'm like, my brain is rewinding to different videos that I've seen that you've posted. Okay. And now I think my brain is differentiating. Okay. But without knowing those two things necessarily, I probably wouldn't have like thought to look for a difference. Yeah, they're, they're very us, different. It's so stupid. It's not stupid. You just well, don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's true. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Most of us don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay so start with the snatch. Snatch, you're crouched. Uh-huh. You grab the bar. Sure. And then 
the bar can make contact with your body. So it might like bump off your legs or whatever. Right at the hip crease. Right at the hip yep, crease. Yep. And if you're you, doing it right. If you're doing it right. And uh-huh. then you just go right up and overhead. Uh-huh. And you, but you're definitely not out of here. Yeah, up and overhead. Yeah, you're right, right here. Yep. You're not, not, not out of here. Right. Okay, now clean your jerk. Clean your jerk. Uh-huh. Crouch down. Yep. Grab the bar. Mm-hmm. Up to the hip crease. Nope, not the hip crease. Well, some lifters go to the hip crease, but it's more uh, like... Thigh. Top, yeah, top of the thigh. Okay. Yep. And then you bring it up you like kind of lean back right up to the yeah there's shoulders. a there's a little bit of leaning bit back leaning. um you want to be as vertical as possible but for some i mean for the queen especially you have to kind of get behind it a little bit yeah well because um, it's on your shoulders you gotta well it's like, more for like getting momentum on the bar so you can get underneath it okay because then... essentially what you're doing with the legs is giving the bar enough velocity and enough height to get underneath it okay like you get your body underneath it yep, a bit, yep. and then up to the shoulders, uh-huh. and then there's a jump as you thrust it up into the air. You jump and do either a split uh-huh. or power or squat. Yeah, yeah. It's don't worry. Power and squat are very similar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's like out to the side. Yep. And then uh, throw it up. Yep. Lift it up, not throw it. You yeah, lift you, it you're up. You're not throwing shit. Yeah, if my, you yeah. throw it, you're not going to make the lift. Right. Okay. Um, and it can be up to 500 pounds. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Jeez. In what year? I'm going to get into a little bit of trivia, but it's just going to be kind of fun. We play so many trivia games, and you know I'm not good at this. It's okay. When, okay. Uh, when did weightlifters, when were they allowed to start making contact with the body? Yeah. What year were you able to start... Making, Making contact. contact. Yep. Okay. Can you tell me what year weightlifting became a sport? <laughs> no. So weightlifting has been part of the Olympics for, I reckon, for as long as the Olympics has been around. Not necessarily yeah, snatch and clean and jerk, but right. um, different weightlifting events have been always. Right. So that makes sense. For, 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 but for the snatch and clean and jerk specifically, used to not be able to make contact with the body at all Jeez. unless you were doing a clean and the bar made contact with the shoulders. But before that, you could not make contact with the body. Hmm. I'm going to say... I feel like things probably would have lightened up after the 40s. That's a pretty good guess. Like maybe 19... 19- 52. Wow, that's actually really close. 1969. <laughs> I think that's close. Yeah, because you had the entire history of the Snatch and Clean and Jerk, and you got within 12 years. Well, I mean, I feel like things always have, they change in the 20th century. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, there's been exponential growth and changes since. So that's, so that's fair. Okay, okay. Um, what year were women allowed to lift in the Olympics? <laughs> Too late. Yeah, well, obviously, but what year? It honestly, when I figured found this out, it pissed me off. Nineteen eighty six. No, it's gonna piss you off more than that. No. Yeah. No. Keep going. Fuck ninety four. Keep going. No. Yeah, it's bullshit, Whitney. Uh, two thousand two. Two thousand. Fuck that. Yep. Sydney, what? Australia, the first ah. time women were allowed to lift at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they were allowed in other sports before then. Um, what year was the first uh, women world weightlifting championship? 
So women had a weightlifting championship. When was that? I feel like it had to be pre-Olympic. Yes. Like pre-allowing an Olympic. Yeah. Olympic. Um, 76. No. Higher or lower? Mm, higher. 84. Close. 87. Okay. Okay. Still too late, but okay. Yep. Um, now, what year was the first woman um, in a USAW Nationals? I guess, no, they had a women's nationals. So what year was that? And that's different than wor- the world. Worlds, yeah, okay. because this is just America. Oh, okay. Um, uh, 72. 81. That is all so stupid. Yeah, it's really dumb. Um, Jeez. And weightlifting is actually one of They're the... They're probably all white, too. Uh, probably. I honestly didn't... Uh, so the first... The first woman to win a national sanctioned event in USA was Judy Glennie. Um, and I reckon she was white, but I don't, yeah. I don't know about, uh, I don't know about the first women at the Olympics or at, uh, at worlds. I mean, it just, ugh, man. Okay. Yeah. I've processed that. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, but weightlifting is one of the slowest sports to start introducing, especially specifically strength sports to start introducing um, women into it uh, because women aren't supposed to be strong but like you so like weightlifting is in my mind i say that sarcastically okay yeah right no no no. we all know here that uh well it's not a given that you always pick up on sarcasm oh that's fair yeah yeah <laughs> but that i that i knew um but so for other sports like powerlifting um women were allowed to compete i think it started in like the 50s or the 60s Okay. And then in strong man, like strong women competitions started in like the twenties and thirties. So wow. yeah. So weightlifting, like the sport of Olympic weightlifting was really, really fucking slow to get into yeah. it. Yeah. Can you give me a really, really, really quick back story of the strong man, strong woman, strong person, um, versus what was it powerlifting? Powerlifting versus, versus weightlifting. Okay. Yeah. So, um, to me, they're all about like lifting and strength. But yeah, weightlifting yeah. in competition, the only lifts are clean and jerk and snatch. Yep. Okay. Well, it used to be three lifts. So it used to be the snatch, mm-hmm. and then you do a clean and press, and then you do clean and jerk. Okay. So clean and press would be a, the same motion of clean, but then instead of using any momentum for the legs, you just had to press. Ew. Um, I reckon that stopped sometime in the 70s. I'm probably wrong on that. I don't actually know when it stopped. Why did it stop? Um, because it got really sketchy. So the one, so the only rule was that you couldn't like bend the knees at all, but people would start to do a sort of like fake push press by like leaning so far back and then snapping their body forward, and that would give momentum that on the bar. That can't be good for your body. No, it's fucking terrible. But that's why they stopped doing it. Yeah. Because it was starting to get like, well, this is looking like momentum to me, and I don't. So, yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. So, clean and press used to be part of it, no longer part of it. I don't know if clean and press was in the Olympics, but it was definitely part of, like, weightlifting, like, um, that. Um, but anyway, so, strong man slash strong woman slash strong person. Essentially is like what i would reckon it's like the crossfit of strength athletes so (laughs) so anyway what they do is they 
pick up really heavy things and carry them. They like lift stupid heavy things. They do Atlas stones. Um, they pull semis. There's just a bunch of like so this really is like weird, really strong stuff. dramatized. Like I think I've probably seen this on TV before. Yes, it's like the super massive people. Yep. So that... you've probably seen World's Strongest Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. The issue with a lot of strong man slash strong woman slash strong person um, uh, competitions is that they uh, they're not so professionalized in like the sporting. They're more professionalized in the showmanship. Sure. So, because like you said, strong, uh, strongest person, uh, world's strongest man, excuse me, um, is like a TV show. They like dramatize the hell out of it. Uh, this has changed quite a bit in the last, I want to say, decade, where it's become a lot more professionalized. Um, and companies like Rogue have put on like their own competitions, wherein okay. um, it's a lot more legitimate and it's a lot less about the showmanship and a lot more about the actual strength. Gotcha. So maybe um, a little more technique or something involved, or not necessarily that yeah. at all, but mostly just like taking the like theatrics out of it. Gotcha. And making it way more about just strength. So maybe they're not like pulling trucks, but uh, they're yeah. I mean, they're still doing crazy strong shit, but it's more it's more of like an actual competition because. Yeah. What they would do in the, uh, like, before Rogue and stuff like that had the Invitational is that they would, like, sequester all these people, um, and you couldn't talk about who won World's Strongest Man until the TV show came out. They, oh, like, sure, did sure, interviews sure. and shit. So, it was a lo- it's a lot less of that now, and yeah. a lot more of the actual sporting gotcha. of Strongman. Gotcha. So, that's Strongman. Okay. Think like stupid strong things like uh think axle bars which are like super thick bars and doing like continental cleans um and oh yeah okay cool so continental clean so continental (laughs) clean is um the cleans that you would see strong men strong women strong people do where uh the bar starts on the ground Uh you hoist it and i don't say clean because it's not like the technical clean you hoist it onto your stomach and then you wrap your elbows down underneath it, and then you kind of like shimmy it up to your shoulders. Oh, okay. Yeah. That probably is like what anyone would picture normally, like a person like me who knows nothing. That's probably like the most common thing I'd picture in lifting. Probably, yeah. Um, and think like Atlas stones. So those are like the big circles uh-huh. um, that could weigh up to like 800 pounds. Whew. Okay. Um, and think like uh, farmers carry, so just like picking up really heavy things and walking. Throwing over as you can. your shoulder, and mm, that's a different thing. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So there's a lot like uh, and strongman has. There's like a bunch of different, uh, like different countries and different regions have like different things. Like the Scottish folks have uh, the something something games. Uh, and it, it goes back in tradition of like, this is what you would, um, uh, like people, guys would like fight for women. Right. Essentially. And they would like throw trees and stuff. Yeah. What is that called? I can only think of like Highland games. That's it. Yeah. The Highland games. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's correct. Hot wow. dog. Look at you. That was a high five and I'm sorry. That's going to blow up the audio a little bit. A little bit. But, but yeah. It was worth it. Yeah. The Highland games. Good wow. for you. Um, so then powerlifting is, uh, just three lifts. Um, so you do the squat, the bench and the deadlift. Okay. Yeah. 
so this is more so this is like when people say i'm a weightlifter this is more of what people think of um sure. so squatting is obviously squatting you know, putting a shit ton of weight on your spine and then you just like press down and stand back up and squat, squat. down yeah yeah squat yeah, down. yeah yeah uh bench press which everyone knows what that's right like hey man i can bench 220 bro guess how much i can bench um and then deadlift <laughs> is uh just from the ground to standing and like i think the shoulders yep and i think the shoulders have to be behind the bar okay and that's when they call the lift done i don't rest to say i don't know the rules of power yeah so i don't necessarily know how that works yeah but that would be more like um, that to me seems more like common lingo. Yeah. All those things. Right. Not Deadli- to say that I'd know the technique or how to do it exactly, but I mean like in gym class in high school, we had to do really, uh, yeah, we had like a weight room and you had a unit in gym class where you had to go in the weight room and like bench press. I mean, I couldn't do shit. What scares me about that is a lot of, uh, like high school, like either strength and conditioning coaches or just like um just like gym teachers in general just don't know how to properly teach the lifts well right because it was like okay kids we're gonna go into this weight room i'm gonna tell you how to use all these machines rapid fire and then disperse right and i think that's a huge issue with um ray and i talk about this all the time honestly of just like the education system like failing on teaching people how to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of folks don't know how to eat well, mm-hmm. don't know how to train, right. um, don't even really know how to move, right? Because yeah. it's not taught to them how to correctly right. do these things. We had a stress management class in my school. Oh, that's probably good. It was really nice. We got to like nap every Friday. Are you serious? Yeah. That was pretty nice. Wow. Setting you up for success. Seriously. Yeah, we do, like, guided meditations and stuff. And that's important, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, there's you just don't learn healthy lifestyles. And, like, parents certainly aren't always equipped to teach it or have the means. Where's the tangent? But they don't always have the means, the finances, the resources, the time to teach healthy things. Right. Or just to be able to participate in and encourage things with their kids. Yeah. All that time. Huge, right. And, d- like, even just health markers. Right. Like, what people consider to be healthy, like right. BMI and things like that. I mean, for the most part, it's a terrible system. And, like, if you look at somebody and just be like, oh, yeah, your BMI is 37 or something like that, right. so you're obese. And right. they're just really fucking strong. Yeah. Um. Because, and uh, this blew, so when I'm a kinesiology, like I have a degree in kinesiology, and one of the, uh, one of my, like, people I did a lot of, like, studying under and stuff, um, the the three determinants of how long you're going to live, what do you think they are? Uh, well, I think, huh, man, I could think of a lot of things. Um, activity level, activity level, gender, um, stress levels. 
So those are your three? Yeah. So across gender and across all their variables, the three things that determine how long you're going to live, your VO2 max, your resting heart rate, and maximal leg strength. I don't know what those are except for the resting heart rate. <laughs> so VO2 max is uh, how much oxygen you can like uptake and use. Okay. So people who do a lot of like high intensity um, exercise or like weightlifting will have a higher VO2 max. Um, that means like they can take in and air utilize. and then their, their lungs, heart all work together. That's oversimplified, but they can extract more oxygen from that intake. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then resting heart rate, which is pretty, I mean, we all know what that is. Right. Um, but then maximal leg strength. And this, the, the, the rationale behind this was really fascinating to me. Um, essentially, like, your maximal, if, if, think about it this way, where if you're sitting in a chair mm -hmm. and say you're, like, 60 or 70 years old, uh -huh. and every time you stand up is, like, a maximal effort squat. Sure. Like, you've got to really work to get out of that chair. Exactly. Right. Think about how much stress that's putting on your body. Yeah. But if you have a higher maximal leg strength and standing up is like standing up. Yeah. So that's why like strength training, especially for um, aging populations is really important because it increases VO2 max and it'll also increase maximal leg strength. Interesting. Yeah. And so until they have really strong legs. So probably live forever. Probably. probably but be... with the genetics we got, probably not. Yeah. But then there's also epigenetics, right? Where it's like certain genes only get turned on if you live the lifestyle that allows those genes to be turned on. Like genes are more oh. of like a light switch where like you can have certain genes, but you have to live in a way for them to be turned on or off. Gotcha. Some things are unavoidable, but the way you live your life can determine whether or not genes get turned on or how late gotcha. in the game they get turned on. Gotcha. So that's why it's always important to like... This is why it's important, folks. Like, live a healthy lifestyle because Hear this if, now. if you're predisposed for certain genetic conditions, uh, like if you're more predisposed for heart disease or for cancer and things like that, if you live a healthier lifestyle, you can either not have those genes turned on at mm -hmm. all, or you can have them turn on later, later than what they normally would if you lived a not so great lifestyle. Gotcha. And so, strength training huge in that. Strength training is so important. It's so important, and people need to do it. Then why did we, like, throughout all of education in, like, fitness and physical education, why do we just play stupid games all the time? Because play is also important. That's true. Play. I heard myself saying that as I was coming out. and Yeah, because uh, recreation is important. Like, you're, what they were... I, and I commend, like at least physical education was able to do this where for the most part show how important it is to have fun with physical activity. Yeah. Because what's so sad and I ran, I talk about this too, um, is that so many people do physical activity that they hate. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm just going to run on a treadmill every day for two hours because that's what I think. Like that's what I was taught Gross. physical fitness is right. Exactly. But what it was trying to teach you is like you have to pick the and it's never explicitly like said, but right. you're you should be doing physical activity that 
you doesn't make you hate your life, right? You know that you actually enjoy doing, right? Um, and that's why it's so important. And it's just people are not disposed. I'm sorry, people are not exposed to a wide array of physical activity, right? For the most part, they're told they're either going to be runners or powerlifters yeah. or bodybuilders, and like there's so much more out there, right? There's so many more things you can do and so many um, different ways to acquire strength and maintain strength. Um, And you just have to do the one that you like doing. Right. That's all I have to say about physical activity in the state of America. That was great. (laughs) Well, and all the, like, I don't know, we just have less physical jobs, too. Yeah, no, definitely. wild to me. Like, as we were talking about different lifts and stuff, I'm like... Man, I wonder it would be like if you took a farmer from, I don't know, the 1800s, and you're like, hey, do this lift. Like, I wonder what that, like, how they would be able to compete and what that what that measure of strength would be. Because it like, physical labor all the time. Yeah. You know? Well, and uh, even just, like, sprinters um, and different people and different strength athletes, like, having that work capacity transfers into so many areas of life um like uh the the remember that book that ray really likes the um, perfect mile yeah yeah yeah, yeah. One, of, uh, one of the folks in there it was a farmer and he just had this insane work capacity well in that book um the boys in the boat did you read that one no not yet it was about a rowing team in the right. olympics it was awesome but the the kids oh, yeah. on this team mm-hmm. i think it was washington state or something like that they competed with all these like elite athletes, but over the summers when they left college, like they had to go work their jobs, they could pay for school. So this one guy that they talked about in particular, um, him and a couple of the other dudes would they like chipped away at rocks on the side of cliffs. Like they'd be lowered down in this little sling and they'd have this jackhammer like going away at this the side of this cliff. And they were so incredibly strong from that. Like intense core strength leg strength arm strength because they were just like trying not to fall out of these little swings off the side of a cliff yeah and they you know went back to school and we're competing and they're like yeah we're super strong yeah but i mean yeah folks who are able to have like jobs that require physical labor are gonna have and that's why a lot of other countries um kind of excel in weightlifting like america's america's coming up because a lot of other countries also dope so that's starting to um sure. become a factor of like people getting pulled out of competitions because of the doping history mm-hmm. um but honestly having just having different lives where it's not all urbanized and mm-hmm. it's not all um easy right like life is hard and so those people tend to be stronger because they just have to be physically yeah um oh (laughs) movie recording stopped um that's okay i wonder how long ago that happened uh just a couple seconds ago oh i think good um but yeah i think that uh that definitely has uh it definitely weighs in on how capable some countries have been to be able to put up so many strength athletes. Sure. Um, and why, I mean, America used to be really good, but we were also doping back in the day. So. Mm. But uh, we've cleaned up our act. Good. Yeah, things are way better now. Yeah, 
great. <laughs> um, Way better. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, I guess, what's one assumption you have about weightlifting? Um, I think probably one assumption I maybe would have had before knowing you was that it was more like elite, you know? Yeah. I think that's kind of an assumption about a lot of athletics, to be honest. Right. You know, you just have to have a lot of, um, like, time and money to be able to put towards these things. Yeah. But um, now I know that to be not true. That was probably one assumption I had before. Yeah. Um, And honestly, the elite level is like 0.1% of the population of weightlifters. Mm -hmm. And actually now there are more women in USA weightlifting than men. Oh, really? Yes. So it's a sport that is now run by women. And our women's team is far more competitive our men's team for USA. Love it. So, um, yeah, it's definitely not elite. I mean, most of the people at competitions are not ever going to get onto an international stage. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just for fun. Like, that's weightlifting is meant to be, for most people, a recreational hobby. Mm. Um, So, yeah, that's good. And, And honestly, I'm glad you didn't say that we didn't squat, bench, deadlift because we definitely don't do those things. I mean, deadlift. Well, I wouldn't have had that assumption because I didn't know anything. Yeah, that's fair. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I'm also glad you didn't say steroids because that means that there's been at least a little bit of um, work on that front to make steroids not the first thing people think of when they hear the sport of weightlifting. Yeah. I wonder if maybe people, like, maybe, like, my parents' age would maybe more have that sure or like you know that kind of generation between um but yeah i would not have thought that really i don't think really in any sport any legitimate sport that doesn't really come to my mind anymore that's good yeah it's definitely still a problem well yes yes but, but we all know i don't follow sports really yeah that's true um what uh i guess what other I'm trying to think of what other things weightlifting-wise. Weightlifting is pretty... Uh, it's honestly a pretty dull sport. Um, and it, it's not the act of weightlifting that makes it interesting, I don't think. Um, so, the, I mean, like, the day-to-day of, like, weightlifting is pretty boring. Like, I get a, good, I get a sense for me that there's a really good community around it. Yeah, definitely. And, like, the people and the stories make it interesting. Um but I, stories in what way? Uh, like d- how people are able to like overcome certain things. It's like with any sport, right? Yeah. Like, man, like, oh, okay, so it, it, we're getting to my own personal opinions with like how different sports are portrayed and stuff like that. But if you look at other um, like sports that are really big right now, like football mm-hmm. um, and things like that, they have such a big following because they're able to show like more about what the athletes are like yeah um they're able to do like interviews they're able to talk to these people but for the most part weightlifters like no one knows what their voices sound like right like the most elite the people who are winning at the olympic level people are meddling like you don't know what they sound like right which is such a weird thing right because we think about 
sports other than weightlifting. So like baseball, football, um, and because those people do interviews and because people like make documentaries and stuff about them, you know so much about their lives. Mm-hmm. But weightlifting is not that way at all. Yeah. So. I think just a lot of I think there should be more diversity in sport and athletics of just um, because I think it is in some ways a good representation well only in some ways it's a good representation of like where people come from because if you have talent and you like put in the effort people can you can really get in probably a little bit of luck you know you can make it to that stage or that level and everybody's so interesting I mean anybody in life has a really cool story yeah and um, so I think it's cool that you, like, have this area that you focus on to, like, tell people a story. Because it's a really cool way to kind of, like, narrow it down to a group of people. Because it would be hard to, like, look at all the population and be like, wow, everybody has these stories that we want to know. But, you know, this group. Yeah. It's a cool group of people. It is. And, they're, and they just, I don't know. There needs to be more about weightlifting specifically about the people of weightlifting so i don't know well there's something to be said too for like how over like physical strength and overcoming like you know those barriers of being able to lift more than you were in the past and whatever um i would assume really correlates a lot to life in general too it's probably a really cool way to be able to process things too you know you have to be so from what I've heard from you, when you like come back from training, you have to be so in your head and focused on what you're doing in that moment, like using your body in the right way to get the maximum out of it. And um, I'm sure that translates into life in general and like a unique way to be able to tackle certain things. Yeah. And just the training in general of weightlifting is so monotonous and so yeah. fucking boring sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally go in and do the same thing every single day. Yeah. And so it takes a special kind of um, personality to be able to go in and stick to a program and do everything that they're meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of doing it ad nauseum all the time, yeah. day after day, all the time. Um, so I think that also speaks to um, uh, the sort of the mindset it takes to um, even just compete like recreationally. Yeah. Um, because if you're, I mean, it's, you, you have to have some amount of fun with it. Right. But like, if you're willing to, for like 90 minutes to two and a half hours a day for like five days a week, commit yourself to doing this one thing to get better at literally two lifts. Like that's all your training is doing to get better at two lifts. Yeah. Um, and it, for a really kind of like niche, like no one really knows about sport takes a special kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it definitely translates into other parts of your life. Um, definitely adds some toughness and some resiliency to, uh, to your repertoire of like what you're able to overcome. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely agree. And a lot of the people that I, uh, a lot of the elite folks that I've been able to talk to and kind of come to know, it's just like, they've gone through some shit. Yeah. And I mean, everyone has, right? But um, for other sports specifically, like, you have to have it pretty well off 
Yeah. Um, you have to go to pretty elite schools and yeah. you have a lot going for you, but there's no money in weightlifting. Right. So you're not getting a scholarship to like fucking, I don't know, it's a big school, like Ole Miss. You're not getting a scholarship to Ole Miss to right. snatch a clean and jerk. It's right. just not happening. Um, you're so, doing it purely because you want to do that sport. There's no other factor in that at all. Right, exactly. And for a lot of the time, you're having to overcome a lot of shit, like finding places to train. Mm-hmm. Um, like well, even like when we scour- go home for holidays, it's like, okay, where can I go to train while and, we're there for, you know, four days, whatever. Yeah, and it's gotten a lot better, right? Okay. Like, um, thank God for CrossFit because CrossFit has really opened up the amount of um, weightlifting and just like snatching, clean and jerking and yeah. squatting that we see. So, um, like having that gym, like it's a five minute drive away and it's just yeah. like a logo gym that usually would just be like people trying to be bodybuilders. Right. Um, but now they have platforms. They have multiple platforms. And they had folks who were snatching and cleaning and jerking, mm. which is insane. Like, mm-hmm. this is up in, like, I want to say nowhere, Minnesota, but it's, it's pretty close. It's not nowhere. It is right outside of the Twin Cities. Hear me out. I thought I was on the Canadian border. You did. The, the first time <laughs> that my sister brought you home, you're like, wait. We are near Canada? No, we are 20 minutes outside of the Twin Cities. I thought I was a stone's throw away from Canada, <laughs> and I was so, so excited about that. You gotta go, like, eight hours north for that. Oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> that's such a long drive. God bless. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so I guess strength sports in general have made leaps and bounds in the past years because of CrossFit. Yeah. Um, CrossFit just made the idea of doing these crazy lifts um, more uh, more mainstream yeah. than they otherwise would have been. Because yeah. they're definitely not mainstream at all. Right. Uh, so do you think you're uh, going to make a make a go at weightlifting? Or? Um, well, I might, like, wait till my mono stops. Um, That's right. Wit has mono. Not. Yeah. It was funny because uh, Ray signed me up for this 10K in – what is it, May? Yeah. And then I was at the doctor, and they're like, now's not the time to be training for a marathon. And obviously, a 10K is not a marathon. But for me, it might as well be. I've never run a race in my life. Yeah. I've never run more than a couple of miles, and even a couple of miles. If I've ever run two miles, phew. The last time I <laughs> ran two miles was right at the start of COVID. Ew. Oh, it was... When I say run two... So weightlifter mentality right mm-hmm. i was like okay i can definitely yeah. do this right i'm a not physically gonna... fit person oh no i didn't think that at all i was oh. like i'm not gonna go hot out of the gates because uh-huh. weightlifters are very like springy yeah. fast like but burn out really fast yeah show enough show I, enough i dead ass sprinted the first 400 meters and then for the rest of the like i don't know i think it took me like 20 minutes i was just like half jogging and then I would just start walking and then half jog again. It was a, it was a mess. It was a a big mistake. Yeah. Running so fun. So Ray, Ray is a, she runs half marathons and is now going to run marathons. Um, and, uh, I'm definitely not touching that with a 10 foot pole ever, but you're braving the storm. Well, (laughs) well, my doctor said, You're going to do fine. It's going to be fine. I know. I know. My cousin just ran a half or a 10K a little bit ago, and um, my stepbrother's fiance ran a marathon last month, and 
Man, it was really awesome. Like, we were cheering them on. It's just so fun watching all these people. Like, man, those people out at the front, insane. Saw a guy I knew that I'd worked with before, which was really Oh, yeah, fun. yeah. The uh, um, St. Paul one. Yeah, but, man, talk about a lot of time in your head. <laughs> yeah, for real. I guess, yeah. <sighs> That's why I listen to heavy metal when I train, so then I don't have to hear those. Yeah. You know, just, like completely gone it's great yeah i don't know how people listen to like smooth uh, there's one so there's one legend of a weightlifter uh-huh. phil sabatini he'll listen to jazz hmm. as he and he's a fucking this guy's a monster mm-hmm. he's been like itching at elite level status for like the past decade wow i think he's 30 might be 34 35 36 um and he's still like snatching 150 plus wow queen and 180 plus like he's insane wow he's such a nice dude but i don't know i don't know how he does it but people be crazy people be bananas man bonkers um i think uh i think we i think we've done pretty good here yeah that feels pretty good i've uh like um we're at what 50 minutes like yeah ooh, 45 minutes till i reach the capacity of all that i know about this so we really did a good run there and we talked about like education we, did. we talked about diversity we did. i think we checked all the boxes mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and i'm gonna be straight with you here's my okay so my notes for this consisted of describe a snatch uh-huh. do weightlifters make contact with the bar uh uh-huh. during the lift um, what were women, when were women allowed, uh, so these are your trivia questions. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> I came into this episode that prepared. <laughs> well, when you had texted me and you're like, have you done any research? And I just said, LOL. <laughs> and then I was that. like, wait, I should, I should maybe tell them that that means no, just in case. But I think you got it by my LOL. I'm pretty sure you meant no way. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can talk about anything. Yeah, that's fair. For a long time. So, I feel like we did good. Yeah, we did good. And you know a lot, so it was, like, super easy. Super easy. Oh, that's the thing I do with Ray. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not Ray. No, you're not Ray. <laughs> um, uh, where, uh, where, do you want people to find you somewhere, or do you not want to be found? Do you want to shout anything out? Shout it out to all the people out there doing great things. <laughs> awesome be Uh, kind you know rewind just take it easy out there (laughs) (laughs) wow that was uh (laughs) listen i don't even know how to end phone calls why would i know how to end a podcast uh uh okay so i would you the line's breaking up bye um yeah fuck uh if you're listening to this this you probably know where to find me i'm at barbell stories um i guess check out my patreon if you want to check it oh that. um and, and i'm uh, pumped because i can go back and listen to the previous episodes oh yeah literally she's been holding out on yeah. listening to the podcast because she wanted to know absolutely nothing about weightlifting i thought it'd be more got. entertaining for you all to laugh at me Really, this was a charitable act. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a very charitable person. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of true. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Well, I got to edit the rest of the stuff, and I got to go to Green Life. I have to get some uh, conditioner. Oh, lovely. Yeah, for my hers. hers. All right. I'm going to stop it now. Okay. Right, do you have anything else? Sign out. All right. Bye. Peace.